Gays and Ghouls. I'm Katie Toole. And I'm Sean Reedy. This is Friday Night Frights. And this is our mini-sode review of Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Happy Halloween, guys. Woo. It was a couple days ago, but here <laughs> we are. <laughs> we got there. We got we there. We got there. It's fine. There was a slight, you know, sometimes we just don't remember what day we're supposed to record. And you know what? That's fine. <laughs> because you know where what time it is? It's Friday night frights time. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. So we're sticking to the we're sticking to the theme. Right. Yeah. One one day Friday. One day Halloween will be Friday. Yeah. I think two years from now, Halloween will be Friday because mm-hmm. of the leap year, mm-hmm. and right. it'll be great. And we'll do a big big extravaganza. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> but we'll do something. We'll do something. Yeah. There'll be a thing. There'll be stuff. There'll be things and stuff. Remember this. Two years from now. <laughs> Bring up this episode. Be like, <laughs> on <remember>? November 3rd. <laughs> Do th- remember when? 2023. Mm-hmm. You promised us a Halloween extravaganza. Extravaganza. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, today it's Five Nights at Friday's. <laughs> today it's Five Nights at Friday's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Sean? Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. Um, it was not as spooky as I was expecting it to be. Um, it was definitely more humor based, which I mean makes the thing is, is like, yes, I was expecting it to be scarier, but at the same time, it kind of makes sense for the demographic. I think the thing is, is like the film industry and the game industry haven't like, they haven't connected because they're like, this game, t- like, y- kids play. Right. Even though it is a jump scare horror it's game. It's terrifying. Yes. Yeah. It's a terrifying game. I can't game. play this game. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about this. I can't do horror games very well. Um, I enjoy them. But, like, when small I... small doses. Small, like, I would play Dead Space for 20 minutes at a time. Yep. And I'm like, I'm done. My heart's racing. Um, so I like to be a third person perspective on horror. Um, <laughs> so it happen to other characters. Yeah. So I, I'm not so big into the Five Nights at Freddy's game franchise necessarily, but I was hoping that it would be a little bit closer to the games and the fact of like it actually having more authentic jump scares. And it does. It has a few. Um, I will say, and I think I said this as soon as we walked in, because we and my wife and a friend of ours went, and we're all in, like, our 30s plus, right? And I was like, I don't think I've been in a room with this many teenagers since I was a teenager. Yeah. Like, it was very much, like, the... PG-13 horror movie where, mm-hmm. like, kids could go without their parents and they and it, we went to see it, like, right, like, on opening night, right? So it's, like, right before Halloween, like, mm-hmm. the weekend of Halloween. And uh, that was interesting. Being, being in a movie theater with that many kids was something, again, I have not experienced in a very long time. So it was, it was kind of fun in that way where it was just, like, oh, I remember being these kids. Yeah, absolutely. At these movies, right? Mm-hmm. Where it was just, like, and being, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, but I also wanted it to be a little scarier. It was funny. I thought that, and this is sort of, this has been a thing this year. And as much as I adore him, I think I'm going to blame Mike Flanagan for it because (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I think that it's something that he does so exceptionally well mm-hmm. that other people don't <laughs> necessarily, but they keep trying because they want yeah. to be like him. Yeah. And it is adding extra shit. Yeah. To like we've <clears throat> seen it. We talked about um, in the Boogeyman, right? We mm-hmm. were like, this feels clunky. This doesn't feel like King's writing. And then we looked it up, and that's because they they added a whole second story. Right. Yep. Like the story that was the, the actual short story or the the scene that was actually the short story was only a scene long. Yep. Like that was the only part of the movie that was taken mm-hmm. from the original story. Right. And I've come to find out that it's a similar I started reading Dark Harvest and not all the way through it, but I can tell you that like it is much more like jump straight into just like the the main character guy isn't chasing his brother's glory, right? Like there is no of that like dynamic. It's just he's just a kid in this town, right? Right. And like you're just you're getting bits and pieces of how it works from mm-hmm. his sort of like first person perspective. Mm-hmm. And with Five Nights at Freddy's, they try to add this this sort of emotion, and it's always like an emotionally heavy story, right? In the Boogeyman, right. the mom was dead. In the you know in Dark Harvest, there was the whole thing with, like, the brother and the feeling inferior to the brother. And that's the part where I'm like, this is Mike Flanagan's fault. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, you can add depth, but, like, you don't have to make it this, like, weirdly, almost, like, it's almost pull your heartstrings. Sac- yes, yeah. it's almost saccharine. It's like, yeah. why do we need this? And And, like, there were a lot of elements that I felt weren't necessarily bad in this movie, but were absolutely not necessary. Right. Like, this guy could have been... Because my understanding, if I remember the game correctly, and it's been a while since I've Mm -hmm. played it, and I don't think I've played it all the way through either, but, like, it's been... And it's been a while. But, like, my understanding is there's no backstory to that character. Right? You just, like, you're a security guard, and, like, there's no real reason given to why these things are alive or evil. Mm -hmm. Right. No. Mm. I mean... And not that you couldn't do that like give it a reason sure but like i don't know it just like i feel like there has been this kind of swing this year in particular yeah yep toward adding these like again kind of like trying to add emotional depth but not doing a fantastic job of it Mm -hmm. so it just comes off as kind of like saccharine and and a little weird especially once the blood starts flowing Yes. Right. Like, it's it's like just, it seems discordant. Like you're trying to combine two movies where they don't need to be combined. Right. Like just make a fucking horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like just just go in. Like I don't understand why yeah, you have to add like I you need to add something to Friday Night, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like Right. You can't just be like, obviously. "Oh, here's a guy in a building," right? You need you need characters and motivations, right? This is something right. that. But like I felt like they they might have try to do a little bit too much yeah like you had the storyline with the brother and the storyline with the sister mm-hmm. didn't need both of those pick one yeah pick a sibling you don't it doesn't need mm-hmm. like is there the is there the the brother that he lost and that is his motivation or is there the sister he's trying to keep like i get that like and his when i say that they they add these emotional emotionally have like emotionally charged i guess is a good word for it storylines and then they don't do it very well it's like having lost the brother was supposed to motivate him in keeping the sister but then there's a moment in the film where 
that just goes out the window. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I don't, what? No. What? What? Yeah. It's, if you are going, yes, this, this, I know this is exactly your point too. Like if you're going to do this, if you're going to add, add this emotional depth, like you need to make it so it actually makes sense and doesn't, you're not, you're not adding this depth with plot holes. Yes. Like if you're adding this depth, but you adding this also creates a plot hole, then you're doing, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Right. There's the hole right there. It's the hole in your foot. There's a hole in your foot. And, and it's also the plot. (laughs) (laughs) The plot is surrounding it. Your foot is in your mouth. (laughs) With just mixing metaphors. See, this is what you shouldn't be doing. Right. (laughs) Stick to one. (laughs) Maybe two, if you can make it work properly. But I think, and honestly, like, the sister was very cute. And I, I liked that yeah. character. Like, she was adorable. Not necessary. Could have lifted her right out. Yep. Like, everything, all of his motivations were around the brother. Mm-hmm. Like, you you don't need to have, like, your, your aunt threatening to take your little sister away. She yeah. want a job. Like, yeah, that, you just need one of those. <laughs> that like, whole aspect, I was like... Why? Why? Why is she here? I mean, and again, never upset to see Mary Stuart Masterson. Right. But not necessary and doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, it doesn't need to be the... Like, wh- why? Why is... Yeah. Why does that aunt hate her nephew so much? Yeah. Like, where's that backstory? If you're going to give us this piece of it, then tell us why she hates that kid. Right. Is he not her, like... Is this, like, a half-sister situation where, like, that is not actually her blood relative and mm-hmm. so that's why she's... Right? I don't think that's the case. Right. And it also just doesn't make... But it could also just be, like, faceless CPS. Like, it doesn't have to be your aunt. Right. Just, like, somebody's going to come and take this kid away. Mm-hmm. Because you're a, a broke, like, 20-year-old. Yeah, like, I get that, you you know, you they're trying to, like, add a reason for this kid to, like, really be desperate enough to take this job. But I'm like... He's fucking broke. He's desperate enough to take this job. Like, just... Just by being broke. Right. Like, getting evicted. Yeah. Like, starving. Just being on his own. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the whole thing actually would have made a lot more sense. His character would have made more sense. Yeah. The situation would have made more sense without the sister. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're just... I mean, there wouldn't have been, like, you know, the, the sort of, like, her specific, like... Yeah. I would, uh, me personally, I would have gotten rid of the aunt before I would have gotten rid of the sister. Well, the aunt, yeah, the aunt was like... Completely nonsensical. Like... Yeah. It's just like, what is... Again, like, you don't need someone specific to be threatening to take this child away. Right. Like, it's just the state is Mm -hmm. going to take this child away Mm -hmm. if you cannot provide for her. Right. That's how that works. Uh Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be like a rich, mean aunt. Like, what is this, Cinderella? Like, I... What the fuck? Yeah. But... I just, like, they were just doing, they were doing too much. And then the, now, okay, let me side, because here's the thing with Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, this universe mm-hmm. is big. Yeah. Like, there are, I don't know, five, six, seven games in right. it, at mm-hmm. least. There are books. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole thing about Five Nights at Freddy's that, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I imagine that, like, aspects of this, they did pull from that. Like, but, like, when... 
I want to know, and and I can do a little bit more research by like I don't know playing the games or whatever, but um or just googling it. But like when. And you can decide, I don't know if you want to cut this or not. Um, I mean, it, it was a thing like a third of the way through the film. But like, when suddenly they're just like, good, in a way. Right. And they're like, playing with the sister while she's there. I'm just like, what? Huh? Like, I got, I got where they were going with it, obviously. It, it, the end result, mm. I got it. But I'm just like... No, these are just supposed to be terrifying fucking sentient beings. Well, and actually, honestly, that is a problem I have with a lot of horror movies. Like, that is my, like, if you remember my extreme objection to the, like, softening of Freddy Krueger in the remake. Where, like, oh, he wasn't really a child murderer. Right. He was was wrongfully accused. And that's, he's coming back for Mm -hmm. revenge because he was actually wronged. It's Mm -hmm. like, no. Freddy is just a bad guy. Yes. Bad guys exist. Yes. Like, evil is actually a thing. There are some people who have perfectly fine lives. Right. And just like to hurt people. And, you know, it's... Yeah. It just didn't... I get, I get that, like, there is another character that is evil in this. That it gave them more of a a true evil persona, but I'm like all of these but even little that characters. That even that doesn't really make sense when you think about it. Because it doesn't. Like, how could they turn it on and off then? Right. Like was was he turning it on and off? You know, I mean, I get what you're saying, and mm-hmm. like there was this sort of feeling that like maybe they only hurt like bad people. Right. But, but like, like who qualified as a bad person yeah. was just wildly inconsistent. Yeah, you're just getting too much of a there's too much of a gray area. Right. And then there's the whole concept with what was the reason that they were, you know, these living things like major plot hole with the cupcake. Major plot hole with cupcake. Where'd the cupcake come from? How does the, where, what, what? Well, I mean, just that whole, you know, that whole sort of like, there's this moment where there's a big reveal and you're just like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't that make any sense. That would not work. That would not work. No. There's... And again, could have came from the books, could have came from right? different games. Yeah. Like, that could be a concept that they introduced later in the series. I mean, like, because they got like bigger games later. Like, I think, like, like Five Nights at Freddy's, like, I think the Help Wanted game, if I remember correctly, was a bit bigger of a game. I mean, that makes sense, because so, you know, it, it was, like, a small indie title, and now right. it's, like, this huge... It exploded. It exploded. So, I know they introduced more characters, and they introduced another restaurant, I believe. So, like, I, I just... Uh, there were problems. It was... I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, it was a it. fun movie. Yes. <laughs> But it was a bumpy road. Right. Like, sort of sitting there and watching it just, like, as a moviegoer, uncritically. Mm-hmm. To- lots of fun. Yeah. Total fun. Hilarious, mm-hmm. right? Like, the cupcake, despite being a major plot hole, every I'm... time that thing was on screen was just, like, a fucking trip. Yes. Like, it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the little, like, clown guy that kept showing up 
in places who like didn't even who didn't move or talk or anything, but he just like was was places. Wait, was a jump? That was an <laughs> that active was jump, jump scare, scare throughout the whole film. That was film. the jump scare. Yes. Um. Um. Which. Yeah, it was just. It was also just like very bright. Yeah. <laughs> when like a hallmark of the original game was that it was pretty much in darkness yep. until they and then you saw like the glowing eyes, right? Like mm-hmm. very bright. <laughs> Yeah. Not actually a ton of sequences where, like, they are being... Except for, like, the sort of big finale, I guess. And then once sort of more toward the beginning. Like, not a ton of just, like, being chased by these things. Right. Right. Um, but, yeah. One of those things. Like, as a moviegoer, uncritically, lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Just watching it, lots of fun. But, like, once you start thinking about it... Yeah, it's... You're like... Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Uh, so speaking of the, the little character that would pop up. So apparently that's like a thing in the series. Oh, okay. Um, Just like that guy. That yeah. Guy. I don't know. I don't know if it's like maybe like a trophy that you can like earn kind of a thing um, or what. But apparently there's rumor that it's going to be a lot more active in the second one. Right. Because obviously there's the inevitable second one, right? Like this is this is the same thing with the with with the nun too. We were like in the inevitable third movie because like that theater was packed. Oh yeah, (laughs) I remember we were talking about going like, oh well, you know, when are we going to see it? How many of us are going to see it? And Sean texted me and he was like, um, so it's almost sold out. Yeah, (laughs) so we need to make a decision. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) I'm like, not to panic. But there's one group of tickets that are still four seats together right. in this theater right. at the time. So we're going to have to break up, yeah. which is fine. But it w- I mean, that would have been up. But we don't have to do that very often because right. like, a lot of these movies aren't, you know, aren't packing the theaters. But mm-hmm. No, that theater was... I, I will say that there is a moment where a, a young man who is apparently a gaming YouTuber shows up. Mm-hmm. None of us knew who the fuck he was, but the entire rest of the theater went insane, mm-hmm. and I have never felt older. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I was like, oh no. I was like, because my wife turned to me, because I'm usually the person who knows who people are in, mm-hmm. in our relationship, right? She just like, you know, <laughs> we'll be watching something and I'll be like, is that so-and-so? And she'd be like, could tell you if I knew who that was. Yep. Um <laughs> So she looked at me and I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know why they're so excited. I yeah. don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. And it happened twice. There were two. <laughs> yeah. There are two YouTubers that were in this movie. Yeah. That's, um, just, that's like a. Yeah. That. Uh, I can probably name like three YouTubers. I, yeah. And like, I, I know I can name a ton of podcasters, but I don't necessarily yep. know what they look like. Right. Because it's not YouTube. Because it's not YouTube. <laughs> I mean, like, I could name, like, YouTubers that are, like, part of the beauty industry. Like, some right, of those. Right, yeah. And I, I guess, I just don't right. do Twitch very much. Yeah. Like, I don't watch a whole lot of streaming. Right. You know? Like, yeah, I, I guess that's, the, like, I can, like, I might not even be correct in that he, they're YouTubers. They might just be, like, streamers. Yeah, right? I, think like, they're, I think they're, like, Twitch streamers. Oh, okay. They're, like, but they're, like, really big ones. But I'm, like... <laughs> but this is, like, this is the closest thing I get to a, to a Twitch streamer is YouTube. <laughs> Like, like they're YouTubers, right? right. <laughs> like, I think a lot I'm of them like do both. I'm like a platform behind. Like <laughs> I think a lot yeah. of them will do both. Like right. they'll do they'll record videos to like maybe doing reviews or whatever, and then they also stream. But like 
I'm assuming. This is me assuming. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, will, wa- I've watched, you know, some streams on Twitch here and there. I've tried streaming on Twitch once or twice. I... <sighs> Then my computer broke. So I just, I haven't done it since. It's a problem. Yeah. I need a, an active computer to do that. Um, we, we talked about doing Twitch streaming and like playing mm-hmm. horror movies. Sure like did. horror video games together. And then my and computer like, broke. <laughs> I remember that. I yeah. remember. So we both have, uh, what was it? Dead by Dawn or something. We were like, oh, we should play this and stream it. And it'd be hilarious. Cause we'd just be like screaming. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, and now we could even do, like, there's there's uh, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre there's game. There's the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. There's Evil Dead. Yep. There's updates to uh, the Friday the 13th game, I think, again, finally. Oh, yeah. I think they the started. The is over. Yeah. They at least started adding a couple of things. I don't I know mean, if they're restarting Luigi's the Mansion. servers. There's, I mean, come on. Yeah. 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 Really, Why not? We can stream whatever the fuck we want to. <laughs> However, we're still not doing it. <laughs> We could play Five Nights at Freddy's and stream that. That is true. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Here we are. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> can't. Um. What were we talking about? I don't know. We started talking about streaming. Oh right, and because then... the because feeling old because we didn't know who the guys who were. the streamers were, and that's that's what's funny is like I get streamers like. Even on Facebook, like there are streamers that will like pop up. Like there's one I don't remember his name. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Actually, it was like Matt Pat or something. Matt Pat, I think, is who was in it. And then there was another guy, and I don't know who that one was. Oh yeah, no, I... you because I think you had looked up, mm. and I think I even heard someone say his name. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but I think that because then there was the guy who was driving the taxi was also one. Right. Um, but I didn't. I have not looked up who that is. Um, but. I, you know, I, there's like one streamer who I would have almost expected to be in this because he does exclusively horror games. Mm. Like, that's his thing. That's why I like to enjoy, like, I kind of enjoy watching him because mm-hmm. he'll play these like fucking obscure, absolutely terrifying fucking games. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only one I know. I just, I don't know. I don't know who either of these guys are. So <laughs> good for them. You know, you made it into a fucking blockbuster hit. Yeah. And every single kid in that theater knew you were... It's just... I think it was just, like, the experience, too, of... Which I've never really felt in a horror movie before, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, this movie was not made for me. Right. Like, I am officially out of the target demographic of this movie. absolutely. Like, in every way. Mm -hmm. And, well, I mean, I guess, except for the inclusion of, like, Matthew Lillard and Mary Stuart Masterson, but, like, understanding that that is, like, the parent Easter egg. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, we could have birthed. I I said that. I was like, you know. Yeah. My wife was like, are we the oldest oldest people in here? I'm like, we could have birthed most of these people. Uh Uh-huh. Like, Without it even being, like, scandalous. Yeah. Like, not even, like, teen mom time. Mm-hmm. Like, we could have been married and birthed these people. Mm-hmm. They are 13 years old. Yeah. But, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I've, I have sort of mixed feelings. Because it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited for a sequel. I'm hoping that the sequel... And maybe that's another thing, too, is, like, maybe the sequel will be darker. Like, I'm hoping. Yeah. Like, like let's like... just take it. And, I mean, what's weird is that, like... The concept at the heart of this movie 
was super fucking dark. Yeah, but absolutely. the tone didn't match it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, the tone was a little more like, mm, a little more playful. Yeah, I think it was maybe trying to go a little bit for like a tongue-in-cheek self-awareness. Yes. And just missing the mark by hair. Hi, Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> like, that's exactly what all of the witches did in that. That being said, one thing I will say that was absolutely fan-fucking-tastic was the production design. Of Hocus Pocus 2 or Five Nights at Freddy's? Of Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, did we switch back? I'm so sorry. No, no, that no. Would, I did, to be fair, we didn't switch. I did. I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 and then I just like went right in. Fair. I don't know why. Like, I wish, I do wish that it was darker. Yeah, like, no, no, but no. But I mean like the lighting. Yeah. Like otherwise literally otherwise perfect. Yeah. Like it's just the there's this moment where like there's sort of this um like long shot of the entire room mm-hmm. and there's this like fake stained glass with the characters' faces in it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I've that is that was like a visceral image for me. I'm yes. like that was in Every single fucking one of these types of places. Yeah. That was in McDonald's. Like. Yeah. McDonald's. McDonald's chicken like, cheese. Yep. Any uh, place that had like any kind of. Right. Any place that had any kind of like play area for children had this weird mm. fake stained glass with like somebody's face in it. Like. Mm. It was that the, the the creatures looked amazing. Yeah. Right. They looked oh my great. Gosh. They looked great. The Jim Henson company did a stellar job and that's i mean that's what you gotta do yeah like you're doing something like this yeah. like god bless them yeah for going practical yep god bless them for actually building the fucking things mm-hmm. right like because you can't you couldn't and you know what and i got a little scared for a second i was like they're not moving very much mm-hmm. they're not moving very much but i'm like i get it like it's it is a practical effect i know that these can to some degree only do so much mm-hmm. but like I've seen Jim Henson movies. I know what they can do. Oh yeah, they so <laughs> and and it did... Muppets riding bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so so it did not disappoint in that aspect. It was just it was just a little bit more of a slower build up in that aspect at first. Well, and they move very at first. They move very robotically because like it right. becomes sort of you become increasingly aware of how sentient they are. Right. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. Because at first you don't actually know, right? Mm-hmm. Like it could just be some sort of crazy malfunction that these things are, right? So mm-hmm. it sort of becomes more aware of like just how quote unquote alive right. they actually are, um, which is an ironic thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all things considered. All things considered. <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know. How would you how would you rate this? So out of six and a half, I'd probably have to give it. I would say a. Mm, You know, I've been thinking about it too. It was like I'm trying to figure out a I'm trying to figure out a good a good a good <laughs> rating. Um I would say probably a three point two. Okay. Um so um a three for the the scares only because like the scares that they did have were like pretty decent. Um well one point for the scares. One point for the design. Mm-hmm. One point for the. What was the other point for? I had I had three points. My <laughs> third point went away. 
Um, set design, uh, the the animatronic aspect of it, and the scares would be those three. And then point two, a little extra because I enjoyed the casting. Yeah. Specifically yeah. Matthew Lillard. Right. Just, I just enjoyed him being I, just, I mean, he's just, he's great, right? He's just, he's just great. a fun, he just, you know, you're going to have a good time when he shows up. Um, I would put a, maybe a skosh higher. Like, I would say maybe like a 3.4. I don't know when these change from fractions to decimals, but that, here's here we are. We just we decide are. on a weekly basis. <laughs> what the fuck this, these ratings mean? <laughs> this time we decided to keep it a little more simple. Right. Because this movie, in a lot of aspects, was not. Right. <laughs> and I, I think that, you know, and I guess I give it the extra, just for being like, I mean, it's it's just a, it's a popcorn movie. Right? It is. Like, it's just like, you're, you're sitting there, you're gonna have a good time. Mm-hmm. Just don't think too hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't start going like, wait, what? I mean, it, it kind of falls in, in line with a lot of, you know, just teen horror in general. Yeah. Like, like legit teen horror. Like the PG-13 PG-13, classics. yes. Um, from like the early, ni- from the 90s and 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, you get the scares, you get some good visuals, acting can be mixed bags um and the plots are usually thin yep Real and thin nonsensical enough. and i will say like i will just beg filmmakers to just like if you are going high concept mm-hmm. it's okay like if there's something that's like high concept or mm-hmm. like completely ludicrous lean in yeah don't don't worry don't worry about like giving it not everything needs some sort of like emotional backstory yeah like people are dying. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> but my livelihood. Yeah, like like fear, death and dismemberment is enough to of an emotional punch. Yes. Like you don't need to add all this extra like you know, uh Yeah, you just you don't need you don't need it all. If you're not going to do it well. Mhm. Right. If you're not going to commit to it and be like, we are going to write this story that you could lift out and it could be its own movie. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like that is the, like Flanagan, right? Yeah. You could take everything supernatural out of, out of one of those like Flanagan miniseries mm-hmm. and it would still be compelling. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, but if, if you're not willing or able to go that far just leave it Mm -hmm. like just it's a it's a movie about evil sentient animatronic animals yeah bang don't don't need anything else right so that is it for our review of five nights at freddy's i believe uh still in theaters but also now streaming well i'm I think the whole time streaming on Peacock. Yes. Yeah. So pick, pick your poison on the way that you want to watch it. Of course, um, going to see it in theaters is definitely a, it has its perks. It does. I mean, it is, it is, it is a beautiful movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's very production design heavy. I Mm -hmm. think could have been heavier. Yes. Like, like I said, but, um, I do think that seeing it in the theater added something to it i think this is the first movie that launched on peacock and on or yeah on peacock and in theaters that i'm like absolutely see it in theaters yeah yeah um so bravo props to you guys Mm -hmm. um 
But yeah, definitely go see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Join us next week when we will be discussing The Exorcist 2. Yes. Which, which is terrible. And I have never seen it. So I haven't seen it in years. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually just skip straight to 3. Because mm-hmm. 3 is one of the greats. Right. <laughs> and 2 is... Um, but I did... I was looking it up and it has Richard Burton in it. And I was just like, I'm sorry. Hmm. What? Because <laughs> why not? Sure. Like legendary actor dropped into this like extremely mediocre horror sequel. But of course, until then, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We uh nope <laughs> nope nope. Um, I mean yes, do do that. Yes yes yes. <laughs> um, follow us on Spotify. We do have our Instagram slash our Threads at F and Frights Podcast and our Twitter at F and Frights Pod. We are both on Facebook and YouTube by searching Friday Night Frights Podcast. We have our website, fnfrightspodcast.com. And if you have any thoughts, feelings, emotions, comments, concerns, questions, you can email them to us by emailing scream at fnfrightspodcast.com. And last but not least, we have our Patreon, our Fright Club. And Katie? Yes, Sean. What is the first rule of Fright Club? The first rule of Fright Club is... Fright, fright club. Flap, flap. First roll of five flop. Speaking of Muppets. Um, yes. The first rule of Fright Club is maybe don't sleep on the job. Yeah, it's it's not a good plan. Yeah. Um, especially when your job is literally watching security footage. Right, which I understand must be so interminably boring. Oh, absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I am... As much in the fuck the man, like, mm-hmm. down with capitalism camp as anyone else. However, it might leave you unprepared. Yeah. And in a vulnerable position. Yeah. Especially in that sort of job. Mm-hmm. Night security person. Yeah. And I feel like this isn't the only movie where that ends up being an issue. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this is definitely not the only one, for sure. Um, but... Yeah, no, you, I mean, I, and yeah, I agree. Like, I get it. You're watching, it. you're a security guard in a building that. Especially an abandoned building. It's an abandoned building. Why are you here? Um, <laughs> but you're here for some sort of reason. Right. Maybe you just don't, don't actively fall asleep. Like, right. Don't try to fall yeah, asleep. Like, don't yeah. do it on purpose. Like, no. A. You're so desperate for a job that you took the shitty job and you're going to get fired if they find out that you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And B, you know, there there might be like giant, angry, animatronic monsters yeah. that are coming to get you. And they might eat you. And they might eat you. Or at least try. Um, and they, they, they won't hurt you. So <laughs> don't, don't, uh, it's just, it's just bad news Yeah, just don't do that. Just don't do that. Just stay awake. Just stay awake. And just do your job. Yeah. And so, gays and ghouls, we hope you enjoyed this Friday Night Bite. Join us next week for the Big Fright. But until then, sleep tight.